Hey everybody, that's right, it's cruise week ladies and gentlemen once again. This time we're not talking about your average cruise, we're talking about the Carnival Celebration, it's brand new mega ship sailing this sunday i cannot be more excited for that uh we're going to some really cool ports too this is like i said not your average cruise this is a next level type of scenario and i cannot tell you how excited i am about that plus some surprises are going to come out of that cruise can't tell you yet but you'll see down the road also a quick little story on the port of Nassau, apparently coming back very, very strong. And Norwegian. See, we were all worried about Norwegian as far as the pandemic goes. Are they going to make it? Are they not going to make it? Wall Street has weighed in, and we'll cover that. Uh, we have some details on the MS Narrative, and that is a full-time residential cruise ship from the Upstart Cruise Line storyline. We'll talk MSC as they take aim at the Big Apple. All that and your emails coming at you. Let's start the show. Oh, we back for another one, right? <laughs> Bags are packed. Hey, Tommy, you ready? Let's go. We going in. Hey. It's the night before the cruising If I'm honest, I ain't sleeping But even if I could, I'd be dreaming About this weekend, all the fun we about to have As we taking this vacation Always be booked on our way to embarkation Cause we know it's in store Pockets and palm trees, tropical sea breeze And frozen daiquiris, oh please Thank you sir, yes I think I'll have another Please don't blow my cover, cause I'm passing on the muster Bring a lover, bring a friend, bring someone you just met It ain't snowing where we going And the good times never end Here's the five more years, drinking beers, running Pierce, thanks for giving us your ears through the laughter and the tears. But we just getting started out here. Give us a holler if you're looking, you can find us somewhere south of the Bahamas. Getting hotter as we go, cones and we united. So sound that horn, cause everybody's invited. All aboard and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Always Be Booked Cruise Cast Show coming at you, not quite live but definitely direct from the compound. That's right, South Florida, sunny South Florida. As I look out this window right now, there is not a cloud in the sky, and we're all thankful for that. So beautiful. Just got back yesterday from my trip to New York City. I don't want to bog you down with details about that. You can hear that on the Patreon. We'll talk about that later. But for now, let's get right into it, and let's talk about one of my favorite cruise ports. And I could hear you all saying, what? What are you talking about? But yes, Nassau in the Bahamas is one of my favorite cruise ports. And I think people just like to take the uh, the proverbial dump on Nassau just because it's so common. I understand it's a Florida and Bahama itinerary. I understand that it is not the most picturesque port that there is. But if you really got into Nassau, I would say Nassau and Jamaica. Whether it's Falmouth or Ocho Rios, two of the most underrated cruise destinations that there are. Look into it a little bit. Grand Cayman, most overrated. Don't hate me. Or come at me. Either way. All right, Nassau is back. And uh, for the first time in a very long time, they have back-to-back -back days where they have six cruise ships that's right can you imagine any cruise port whatsoever having crew six cruise ships nasa is doing it back to back the port itself is really coming along nicely too uh 2023 is looking like a very strong year with four million cruisers already scheduled 
to hit the port. So I was there just last week, and you could see it really coming along. You see that amphitheater coming along. There looks to be like some sort of a ride or attraction, like a mini roller coaster or something that they're building as well. The port in general, of course, it's still a mess. It's still under construction. But kudos to Nassau for continuing to try to improve itself. And I think Nassau, I, again, like I said, already to me, a phenomenal port. When you feel, I mean, just go down the list. I'm not going to list them now. I've listed them on the show a lot. You could also see my YouTube video, but Nassau has a ton of stuff to do, and they're adding more with this gorgeous new cruise ship. So let's move it over. Apparently, what they're doing at Norwegian Cruise Line seems to be working as well. They just had a record breaking day, uh, also, the record breaking week. And month. So November 25th was their all-time best uh, booking day. Uh, November 28th was their all-time best ever if you're going to just count Cyber Mondays. And we have a quote, and this is from Harry Summer. He says, momentum is strong, and there is no better evidence of this than our record-breaking performance this November, the best booked month in the history of our cruise line. He continues, the achievement is even more impressive when considering November is historically one of the slower booking months for our business on the heels of the successful launch of our groundbreaking Norwegian Prima, which has already received numerous accolades. We are on our way to a banner year. I am very excited about 2023 and all that is yet to come. See, this is pretty cool. This is good information. Again, we all love Norwegian Cruise Line, I think. When I talk about Norwegian Cruise Line, when I think about Norwegian Cruise Line, I think, you know, there's so many people that weigh in on the Carnival Camp or the Loyal to Royal Camp. If you have any type of, I guess, indecision on which you should do, I say check out a Norwegian cruise because to me, they do so much well of what either Carnival on their end or Royal Caribbean do well on their end, whether it's food, whether it's the nightlife, the entertainment, I think you split the difference when you're booking a Norwegian cruise. And I'm not the only one to say so because if you're going to look into Wall Street here, JP Morgan has endorsed NCLH, which is Norwegian Cruise Line Holdings, as the best cruise stock to purchase if you are looking to get your hands on some cruise stock anytime soon. What they're saying, I mean, this is interesting. Since people were speculating that Norwegian of all of the big three, might be the one you should be most worried about. But apparently not. Reason being is that they think Norwegian Cruise Line Holdings is the least leveraged by risky loans or some questionable debt. We all know Royal Caribbean and Carnival went in heavy. Listen, I remember Norwegian did as well, but I guess Carnival, you just keep hearing stories about Carnival and Royal Caribbean, you know, releasing stock, taking on investments, doing loans, all that restructuring. Apparently... JP Morgan thinks that Norwegian Cruise Line Holdings is least affected by this so as to not as be, I guess, affected by a lot of the volatility that could come from the stock market. You know, people are talking about a possible recession coming, this and that, but I guess they like the fact that their fleet is smaller. They like the fact that this fleet is younger, and I guess the whole thing is easier to manage. They also seem to believe in the company's disciplined approach to pricing. We've talked about this a bunch as far as, you know, that strategy 
that Frank Del Rio keeps talking about, which means market to fill as opposed to discount to fill. They think they got a good product. They think they have a client or customer customer base who earns a specific amount of income that is going to enable to them to focus on the experience, focus on the ships, and not necessarily have a fire sale every time they think that sales might be slowing down or market conditions might be getting rough. They're going to hold to their ground. They may, they, they, they've even said they may even go higher with some of their pricing. You're already seeing a lot of, and I don't have that in my report this week. I'll talk about that on the Patreon, but you know, a lot of the uh, upcharges are happening. They're increasing prices when it comes to the gratuities across the, they got to be careful. See now the argument with the gratuities, there's a news flash out there. I don't like to promote this. I don't like to say this, but I think we're all of the same ilk where we are not going to take money out of the crew's pocket, but we can. And any in any time you want, you do not have to pay those gratuities. They put them on your sign and sale card, or you can prepaid. They love when you prepay because that's already, that means they're already in. That means they're not going to have to deal with at the end of every cruise uh, who took off the gratuities. You can take those gratuities off. And we here at Always Be Booked strongly, strongly beg you not to take those gratuities off. That's, I mean, come on. Those hardworking crew, everybody on that ship, they deserve it. Now, the cruise lines themselves probably have to be a little bit more transparent with their distribution of those gratuities, whether they're prepaid, whether they're paid day by day, or they're, you know, the cash handlings of the gratuities that we just kind of handle. We don't really know who gets what. Okay, but the truth is these cruise lines have to be careful when it comes to continuously increasing these gratuities. If they do it too much, I could see a lot of people and I can't necessarily blame them for saying, you know what? I'm opting out of the gratuities and I'm going to pay my tips as I see fit throughout the ship. I'm going to give them to who I want to. Now, right now, it's still under $20 or right around that $20 mark. People are still, but you got to be careful. If you raise them too much, you might have guests starting to take that into their own hands and giving their tips and their hard-earned money to whoever they see fit on board a cruise ship, which might involve them taking off those gratuities. I hope that doesn't happen. But again, J.P. Morgan thinking that Norwegian Cruise Lines Holdings, NCLH, is the cruise stock to buy. I guess this whole thing is, I mean, you're really, it's just, you're just betting anyway, aren't you, at the end of the day? All right, we're going to talk about a gentleman by the name of Austin Wells. Have you heard of Austin Wells? He is a 28-year-old man. He works for Meta, a.k.a. Facebook. He took on a 12-year lease on a cruise ship, to live on a cruise ship, that's right, for a total cost of $300,000. Wells currently lives in San Diego. He works remotely, so he sees an opportunity, and he's going to grab it. But one thing he doesn't like is flying. He doesn't like the jet lag. Listen, you know me. I hear you, Austin. I'm the same way. But so there's this cruise ship now. It's the MV Narrative from Storylines. What is Storylines? This is a cruise line. That is, I don't know, narrative storylines. I guess they they must be a big fan of journalism. Anyway, Austin's going to join around 1,000 residents across 500 staterooms. And he plans to keep his daily routine. That's the beauty of this whole thing. He doesn't really have to change much about what he goes about from his day to day, except for the fact that he's going to see the world. This is a quote from him. I'm going to 
I'm going from this model where you want to go somewhere, you pack a bag, you get on a flight, you rent a room, and now to my condo, my gym, my doctors and dentists, all of my grocery stores are right here traveling the world with me. So that's what he says. He's looking at it like, let me just transfer this lifestyle over to being at sea. Everything is within basically walking distance of him, and uh, it's a new type of life, and he's going to give it a try. He says his daily workday will typically start in the evening, which is pretty interesting. He'll work through the night. He'll get some sleep, and then maybe he'll wake up and see the city and then get back to work. Now, I caution you, Austin, on this. This is a little rough. So now you got to work, right? you got to work a good eight hours. you got to be online. My dad always told me. He always said, "You wanna." the idea is to wake up and go to work because that's where you earn your money. That's where you want to be your freshest. You don't necessarily want to spend your day working, spend your night working. Then you got to then go to sleep. And now you're going to run around and be a tourist. Who knows? Maybe have some drinks, eat a bunch, do a lot of walking and then start your workday. That could put you in a position where I don't know. You start typing, you start falling asleep a little bit at the keys, You may, or if you're not falling asleep, you may not be at your sharpest. I don't know. I would adjust that. I would make it so that I wake up and I go to work. One thing my dad told me, I kind of believe in that. Now, the man behind this highly, highly experimental project, uh, his name is Alistair Puntan. He was a property executive, and he's never been on a cruise prior to founding this company. I think that's insane. So this guy has never been on a cruise ship, and uh, he's never been on a cruise, and he's starting this cruise line. Yes, I know it's not conventional. Yes, I know it's not the typical, you know, turn them and burn them, you know, turn over day and, you know, go to different islands and then alternate itineraries. I know it's not the same thing. He is uh, basically, this is property management, but it's property management at sea. You would have thought maybe he might test the waters (laughs) see what i did there i didn't even do it it did itself uh you got to give him credit for resiliency though they swung and missed with two possible cruise ships prior to this one but they finally landed this cruise ship and it's currently being built from scratch in croatia and it's going to debut in 2025 future residents aboard this cruise ship will be able to pick from 11 different types of models and the ship is going to have 20 restaurants it's going to have your bars your lounges it's going to have event spaces a spa a gym all the regular amenities that you could possibly think of that you might need there's also going to be a theater but we are told the cruise line is not going to delve in on the whole nightly entertainment thing you're not going to be seeing cats on a nightly basis there will be a theater there it's going to be for entertainment it's going to be for some movies as well but they're not going to be all in like a royal caribbean or a disney on the entertainment the ship is going to dock at ports for three to five days so as to give residents an ample opportunity to explore cities and get their feet wet they're talking about even the model might be where people live on this cruise ship and they may enter a port for a vacation they may check into a hotel for a couple of days they may stay with some friends for a couple of days a very very interesting thing that they're putting together here uh the ship will be all over europe in the beginning as well as the arctic circle they're still kind of i guess deciding or negotiating as to what ports of call they're going to hit all across the world but they are probably going to eventually circumnavigate the entire planet now, at three three hundred thousand k for a twelve year lease, this is what Austin is going to get himself into, and that is apparently a bargain. 
and that is the bargain basement option because of the fact that the 12-year term is also very rare. Since he was an early customer, the company is making an exception for him, and they're not basically getting from him the normal 24 to 60-year or for the life of the vessel lease that most people are going to be bound to if you're sailing on this cruise ship. So it does pay to apparently get in early. So what is that? That's uh, 300000 for a 12-year lease. I'm going to grab my calculator right now. 300000 divided by 12. That is going to be uh, 25000 a year divided by 12 again. So you're basically looking at $2,083 per month for this whole scenario here. Uh, the leases for the vessel are coming somewhere between $1 and $8 million. Uh, there's going to be a fractional ownership option as well. So if you, as a guest, want to, I guess, reserve... A room and you could board this room for three months out of the year you could do that for six hundred thousand now the interesting part about that is that there's probably some finagling that has to be done with that because I'm sure you can't guarantee that you're gonna get the same room every single year because of the fact that they have they have to do something else with that room over the course of the other what would it be uh, uh, 12 nine months that you're not on board for I know what your next question is. What is this going to cost to be on board? That's right. So living fees, which are all-inclusive, they're going to start at around $2,100 per month. And they said the key word, we all know what the operative word there is, and that is start. But you know, you can get a bunch of different plans, and most of those plans, as you go up and up, will include things like drinks, doctor's visits, dental visits, food, all that stuff. So there'll be a bunch of different options for you as far as uh, what you want included in your monthly living fees, as they put it. This project is fascinating. We hear about this all the time. I think, you know, everybody always jokes about the fact that some new upstart cruise line is going to come up with this way you can live on a cruise ship. There already is one that exists. It's called The World. And The World really at any given time only houses between one and 500 guests. I guess, you know, people do come and go. Some people, I think it's, I guess it's not an all in uh, you know, a proposal here. You are able to kind of figure out if you want to maybe even rent. I don't know. Is that an option? Let's just say I lease it out and I want to sublease it to a friend of mine. What gets involved with that? You know, getting on board and offboard cruise ships is not necessarily something you can just do, especially if you're traveling from country to country. Proof of citizenship, I guess maybe background checks. I don't know. There's a lot up in the air, but it seems like, you know, out of all these things, I, I think I stand with a lot of people when I say, man, I got to see this thing sail. Before I get excited about it, before I start glowing about you know how cool of an option this is, and I've been talking recently over my last few Patreons about you know taking a step back when it comes to cruising, and uh, long story short of that narrative, no no pun intended there with the narrative, uh, just being like, I love being at sea. If you're going to give me a choice, do I got to be on land or I got to be on sea as far as living my day-to-day life, I'd probably pick I'd rather be at sea. But at the same time, Cruising to me is one of the most special things that is in my life, and I want it to stay that way. I don't want to get to the point where I'm cruising so much that it's not special because it's still enjoyable. It's still a blast. People are going to say, Tommy, you're getting sick of... No, there's nothing sick I'm getting about it. But at the same time, 
there's a word. The word is special. Is it special? Now, this next cruise I'm going on is special. Was that MSC cruise special? No. No, being honest, it wasn't special. Uh, was the Explorer of the Seas cruise special? No. How can it be special if that's the norm? By definition, it's not special. So that's all I'm saying. All right. Speaking of the Meraviglia, you guys know I just got off that cruise ship, and she is, in the spring, headed to Brooklyn to Homeport, and that's a pretty cool thing. So New York City is getting an MSC cruise ship full-time. In a fairly savvy move, MSC decided to host the naming ceremony of its newest ship, which is the MSC Seascape, in the Manhattan Cruise Terminal this past Wednesday night. And they say the reason they're doing that is to commemorate the fact that MSC is invading New York City with the Meraviglia full-time coming up this spring. Now, there were over 3,000 people at this event, and that included travel partners. It included members of the media, MSC executives, and New York City dignitaries as well. There was a show-stopping performance from the world-renowned singer, Matteo Bocelli. He, uh, He also brought down the house at the Qatar naming ceremony for World Europa. That was back in November. Uh, the godmother of this cruise ship, drum roll, ready to go, Sophia Loren. I mean, Sophia Loren, how many ships is she the godmother of? I, I would imagine her damn uterus is going to fall out from birthing uh, virtually all these cruise ships. And yes, I said virtually because she's the godmother of so many cruise ships that she doesn't even show up to these things anymore. She does it virtually. I'm kind of kidding around about that. I don't know what condition she's in. It could have something to do with her age, but she did uh, host this naming ceremony virtually, and she is the godmother of the MSC Seascape. I'm just like, how many... Again, talking about things being special. I would like to know how many cruise ships Sophia Loren is uh, godmother to, and a lot of them are MSC. As if Bocelli was not enough, there was also a, a show-stopping performance from R&B sensation Neo. That's right, Neo was on board. And if you're looking for some highlights on this gorgeous new cruise ship, again, we talk about it at nauseum. Nobody does hardware as well as MSC. The ships are absolutely gorgeous. They're going to have those beautiful staircases. Uh, this is a New York City-inspired decor, a theme, a, 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 a motif, dare I say, to the ship. Now, they have this thing. It's called Robotron. Guys, I don't know about this, man. This is like <laughs> scary to me. Now, I'll go on rides. I'll go on the Cyclone, the barely standing wooden roller coaster at Coney Island from 1921. I mean, this thing is a, a risk every time you get on it. But there's something about getting on this Robotron. I saw some video on it. Shout out to Alana uh, Alana Zingano. Uh, but I saw her get on this thing and... It's absolutely terrifying. It's it's as if a robot was built, and this is just the robot's arm. And the the arm of this robot can literally do with you what it pleases. It can lift you up. It can throw you out over the side of the ship. It can spin you around. It can take you upside down. It can leave you upside down, not bring you back to right side up until it sees fit. It's it's. The efficiency of the movement of the arm is really what scares me and terrifies me. It looks absolutely safe, 
but just being at the mercy of this Robotron thing. And we all talk about the AI and the augmented reality and the possibility of robots taking over one day. This looks like the start of that. This looks like this robot, if it, if it just has a bad day, you know what I mean? If it, if it doesn't, if it's not oiled properly or if it's just pissed off for any reason whatsoever, this thing can launch you into the, it just looks a little scary. Will I get on it? I'm not saying no. I may get on it. If I do get on it, I'm going to have to bring a friend. His name's going to be James Earl Beam, but we'll see. In addition, they're also going to have uh, VR flight simulators, other attractions, you know, the latest and greatest when it comes to uh, arcade games and virtual reality things. Six pools, 30 restaurants, and they have that bridge of thighs. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say bridge of thighs, that too, but bridge of size. You know, when the MSC Seaside first came out, I mean, it was a game changer when it comes to design of a cruise ship, and this is the newest evolution of that and uh yeah they keep some things so those staircases the bridge of size the cool aft deck layout with the condo that seems to shoot up out of the uh the the hull from the ship it's going to be a beautiful ship and i don't even know i don't have it offhand where they're going to home port this ship i think they will be in new york for a little while but not too long they'll be making way for the meraviglia soon to be sailing out of Brooklyn. So as for the Meraviglia, she is going to operate out of the way less busy Brooklyn Cruise Terminal. She's expected to bring over $102 million per year in tourism revenue, and that is going to come from over 200,000 additional tourists per year. This is also going to mean a minimum of 150 new jobs, and those are direct jobs talking about port workers. Uh, they'll be needed at the cruise terminal, but it also predicts that this will mean up to 10,000 indirect jobs when you take into account all the indirect industries that might get a bump, whether it's hotels, uh, whether it's bars, restaurants, parking. There's going to be a lot of jobs that are going to come from this beautiful cruise ship home porting in the Big Apple. In a really cool gesture of goodwill, MSC is also donating $236,000 to New York City's Parks Department as part of their Green Thumb program. Now, this looks like it's going to be a great partnership and it looks like it's off to a great start. Like I said, this could be an awesome marriage long term between New York City, which again, just calling it what it is, it's just got so many Italian residents that love to cruise and this beautiful Italian cruise line with this ship. And, you know, I think this is going to be the start. This is just going to be the beginning. They're starting in Brooklyn. It's with one ship. They are going to continue to build ships and I think they're going to find and realize a lot of success if they market this product properly and execute. I just wanted to take a minute to invite you to join our Facebook group. This is where we build our community. It's called the Always Be Booked Cruise and Travel Lounge on Facebook. If you just hop onto Facebook, go into groups, search for Always Be Booked Cruise and Travel Lounge. There I will let you in. It's a closed group, so I have to gain you entry and then I will do so. And what we'll do there is we post pictures, we share information, we laugh, we joke around a little bit with each other. And again, like I said, it is the uh, basically the symbol of always be booked as a community. It's where we get to know each other, the best place where we all get to know each other. 
Also, if you like this show and you want five extra a week, that's right, we do five shows a week. We call it the Wake Up Show. It's a little bit different from this, but it's a lot of cruising. It's my opportunity where I go off the rails a little bit. We celebrate cruising. We celebrate the ships that are at sea right now at what ports they are, and it's just fun. Like I said, that's a whole community in itself, and that is at patreon.com slash booked. So for just $8, you can get five extra shows a week. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash always be booked. It's also a great way to help support this show. I also have an Instagram. Always be booked is the handle there. And I also have the uh, YouTube channel, which we're really trying to make a push for. I have a video that I put up. It's a very elementary evergreen video regarding basically if you're just getting started in cruising, which is the best cruise line for you. It doesn't tell you which is the best cruise line, but it gives a little bit of an idea as to some of the meters that you can use to gauge which you think, which cruise line you think might be best for you if you're just starting out. So that's always be booked on YouTube. Spend some time there if you're so inclined because I could use the, I guess, just the view time because that gets me up. I get about another, I guess, uh, 1,000 hours viewed to be able to get into the monetization with that. Uh, Alwaysbebooked.com if you want to check out some merch. Scroll down. We have T-shirts. We have hoodies. We have crop tops for ladies. We have all sorts of stuff. Shop around. I have a bunch of different designs. Uh, Peer Runners, Peel Cruise Bliss. I have this really cool cruising cat where it says, I'm not a sailor. I just cruise a lot. It's supposed to be a little bit of a takeoff on the big pun song. Uh, I'm not a sailor. I'm not a player. I just uh, crush a lot. Let's just give the clean version there. But anyway, Let's get back to the fun stuff. A little mini, I would say a mini cruise preview here. We don't have to spend a lot of time on it. I will be boarding the Carnival Celebration this Sunday, and that's going to be an eight-day sailing going to San Juan, St. Thomas, Grand Turk, and the Dominican Republic, Amber Cove. Can you imagine a lineup like this has got to be on paper. This is one of the best cruises that I've ever had lined up. When you factor in where we're leaving from, when you factor in the length, the cruise ship itself, this beast of a cruise ship, and so many of my favorite ports are in this uh, in this itinerary. So I want to just talk about some of the things that uh, I'm looking forward to. A couple of firsts. So this is my first time. I'm breaking um, breaking the seal here on six cruises within one year. I've never done six. I've done five one year, but I've never done six. And with this ship, with this sailing, I will commemorate my first time ever going on six cruises in one year. This is also going to be the first time I've ever been on this class of ships, which is the Excel class of Carnival ships. And it's also, this is by far the newest cruise ship that I will ever have sailed in uh, in respect to when the ship launched. And this is the fourth sailing in. This is breaking the record of Virgin Voyages, the Scarlet Lady, which was maybe a year or so or a year, two years in, whatever it was. But I've never sailed on a cruise ship. I've been on the Carnival Horizon uh, right after it's transatlantic, right before. So that was the newest cruise ship I've ever been on, but that was a naming ceremony and it wasn't an actual cruise. This is the first cruise that I will even close to be sailing on that is this new. I am also looking forward to uh, the first time going to Amber Cove in the Dominican Republic. I've been to the Dominican Republic on cruises a couple of times, never to Amber Cove. So some of the other things I'm looking forward to, 
I'm looking forward to seeing how Carnival manages their newest, nicest ship while trying to keep the fun. I told you that I was a little disappointed with the Vista class when I did the Carnival Horizon on an eight-day sailing. We kept using the term dead ship. There is a science. There is nuance. There is an art to keeping the energy going. You can build the greatest cruise ships in the world. Let's look at MSC. I mean, that does not mean you're going to make for a super fun cruise. And if you are the cruise line that dubs yourself as the fun ship, you got to be able to bring it. You have to be able to market. And I'm talking about market internally. You have to be able to be on this cruise ship and direct traffic properly so as to be able to create areas where there's fun things going on. It doesn't just say make a fun times or make a event schedule and hope for the best. You can build it and they will come. But will it be fun? And we're going to find that out. I want to see if Carnival can do it. I am very, very much looking forward to the food on this cruise. Now, I am, I just weighed myself, and I did not want to do that, but I had to do it. I had to see what's in front of me. I'm 254, so that's 20 pounds higher than I got on the Allure of the Seas, yet still 20 pounds, 25 pounds lower than I was at the height of my weight this year. So uh, we got to work. We got some work to do. But this cruise is not going to help me in that regard. The food experience, I am expecting expecting this food. I'm going it. There's lofty expectations. I am expecting this cruise ship to be the best food experience I've ever had on any cruise ship. And I can't see how it could fail. Yes, I was on Virgin Voyages. Yes, I know Tony from Lolita Loca really, really enjoys the food experience on Virgin Voyages because of the variety in the main dining rooms. I really enjoyed it as well. I thought it was spectacular, but I wasn't. While the variety was there, I wasn't as impressed with the quality with the portions i don't want to sit there and have to order five different portions of of, of each entree these portions were very very small on virgin voyages they were really good overall yes to this day i probably agree with tony that the virgin voyages food experience is the best that i've had so far but i for what i like to do and how i like to experience it i think this carnival celebration cruise is going to surpass that handily when you talk about the main dining room, of course, we know the main dining room is there. But then when you talk about the uh, the guy's pig and anchor, as well as the Cucina del Capitan, as well as Chebang, all full-service restaurant experiences being included in the price of your cruise. I expect that to contribute to the fact that this is going to be the best food experience I've ever had on a cruise ship. But it doesn't stop there. Obviously, I'm interested in trying the new pizza experience that Carnival has changed up. Obviously, I want to try the street concept, which which is the uh, the Thai street food, uh, the 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 Shaq's Big Chicken. Obviously, being reunited with Guy's Burger, being reunited with uh, the the Cafe Iguana Iguana Cantina, whatever you call it. Tons and tons of the the, the Carnival Deli. That is why also I'm expecting this to be an incredible food experience, but it doesn't stop there. There is one specialty dining experience that I'm looking forward to. And yes, I was not. I have to give Tony credit from his video with Jamie from Sharon at Sea. When I saw what they had at Emeralds and when I saw that it wasn't this fancy over the top sit down two hour time suck experience, 
it's basically, I think it's in the gateway, right? The gateway section of the ship where you can kind of go up, order it at the counter, sit down, have it brought to you, and it's not beating you over the head. The price is not over the top. But that New Orleans-style cuisine looked absolutely delectable. My mouth is watering. Dare I say my stomach is growling as I think about it. But the food overall on this cruise ship, I'm expecting it to be the best food experience and anything less will be an absolute disappointment. I am looking forward for the Bolt Roller Coaster. Okay, I don't know if it's a gimmick. I don't know if it's the real deal, but I did see it live in real time. When I was at Nassau getting off the Meraviglia, the Carnival Mardi Gras was also, and this is the first time I saw an XL class ship during the day in person. And that roller coaster, that looked fast. You know, I know it's not that fast. I know it kind of tops out at about 35, 40 miles per hour, but it looked fast. It looked impressive. And I'm like, man, they really zip you around that thing. You're moving at a speed that you're not used to moving at when you're talking about being on a cruise ship. And yeah, you know, it kind of, it did give me those vibes of that freaking scary robot. You just zipped around, they boop, 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 zipped around, up and down, around, over, under. Yes, I know you can control the speed as well. So I'm interested in seeing how that goes. This is a far cry from what they tried to do on Vista Class which is what the uh, Skyride was. Similar path around the back of the cruise ship, but you are asked to put in the labor. You have to be uh, the one who kind of gets that good night rest and make sure you're pedaling your way across this attraction on board, which, dare I say, might I say, can I say, vis-a-vis, was not operational. The one time I went on the Carnival Horizon, the Skyride was not operational. No compensation was given. I'm wondering, if see, if the bolt went down, what would they do? If the bolt went down, would they tell you that you were SOL or would they give you some sort of compensation? Because I can tell you, well, there's probably a lot of people that are, you know, like we're cruise freaks. There's a lot of roller coaster freaks that are getting on this ship just for the content of saying, hey, there's a new roller coaster. There's a roller coaster at sea. Follow me. And then it's out, of, it's out of whack. It doesn't work. Will they give the, a pe- person like that some sort of co- compensation? Moving on. I'm very, very interested in seeing the Grand Central main lobby. Okay? This is an interesting thing for me because, again, I don't know if there was a shark jumping involved here. My speculation is that Carnival took something that was very, very charming, very, very cool, very, very impromptu, like the, the pop-up performances in their atriums. That would just kind of seemingly, whether they were or not, they seem to just kind of show up. But now they're taking the success of that, those little pop-up shows, and making this grandiose theater-type scenario and setting on board their newest XL-class ships. And that is in the form of the Grand Central show lounge, whatever it is, in the main lobby. This is almost like a little bit of a borrowing from the, what is it, the lounge on board the, uh, the Quantum class ships. 270 lounge, where they have the arm with the robot screens 
it seems like they're doing that whole thing a little bit on this cruise ship as well with Carnival as far as the uh, main lobby, uh, a lounge lobby during the day, but then shows will break out. But it's the newest, latest, and greatest technology when you're talking about those LED screens that move. Again, we already know that, though. A lot of these cruise lines and these cruise ships borrow from each other. Don't have a problem with that. I mentioned Emeralds. Very, very excited about that, but also on the entire gateway that whole area of the ship looks like it's a cool area that sort of pays tribute to travel it sort of pays tribute to carnival's history i want to see the gateway i'm looking forward to that and then of course spoiler alert as you guys know the aft pool but it's associated and proximal summer landing section as well so these are the types of things that i'm excited for on board the carnival celebration i do have a worry that they are going to be a little bit uh i guess a li- i'm worried that it's going to be a little bit of a dead ship will the energy will the energy be there will there be again the party the fun the action the revelry will it be there i know a lot of you don't care about that I know a lot of you just want to cruise with your family, cruise with your significant other or whatever it is. But for me, for my type of cruising, I'm looking for some action. I'm looking for some parties. I'm looking for some energy, specifically later in the evening. Hey, Cones. Sorry to interrupt Tommy's rambling, but I don't have a lot of time and I wanted to ask you about your next cruise. We know there are lots of decisions to make, such as where do I want to go? How can I get the best deal? and which cruise line is right for me. Whether you're traveling solo, with friends, or your entire family, always be booked. We'll make sure we find the perfect cruise for you. You can book direct, but remember, cruise line representatives are going to operate in the interest of the cruise line. And don't get me started on those third-party websites. If you are looking for someone who is going to spend the time it takes to ensure that you find the cruise ship, ports of call, and excursions that are right for you, then go to alwaysbebooked.com or email tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. Let's face it, we are all searching for those moments of pure cruise bliss. And based on your detailed conversation with Tommy, we'll make sure it happens for you over and over again. For the most personal and detailed cruise planning assistance, reach out directly to Tommy and he will make the process as enjoyable as the cruise itself. Whoa, Morgan, don't you think we're exaggerating? Now, Tommy, please let me do my job. My bad. Always be booked. It's a podcast. It's a community. And dare I say, it's a lifestyle. Go to alwaysbebooked.com right now, and let's start planning your next adventure at sea. Morgan, thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, your emails have become, have been, and will remain a lifeblood of the show. If you're interested in being part of the show, please don't hesitate. Email me, tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. We can have all sorts of fun with that. You tell me what your issues are. You could also tell me what I screwed up. If you have any corrections, comments, concerns, uh, let us let us know. Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. Your chance to be a part of the show. Hey, Tommy, earlier this year, my wife got into a car accident. She's going to be okay, but her wrist got the worst of it, and she's a dental hygienist, so that's got her out of work. Because of this, our budget and vacation 
slash PTO are both very scarce. However, we refused to not cruise at all, so I booked a short weekend cruise on the Carnival Liberty. This will be our fifth time going to Nassau. I could never stay on the boat, though, because Nassau is always pretty amazing compared to Massachusetts. We've done Atlantis, Junkano Beach, the brewery, scuba diving, spun the wheel at the Bearded Clam, and of course, Senior Frogs. I know you've had a lot of visits too, so I'm writing to ask you for advice on anything you might know to do outside of these things need the cruise coach thanks jeremy jeremy what's going on brother how you doing uh i am very very sorry to hear about the accident i am happy to hear that she's going to be okay and yeah impressed that you were creative enough to still get a cruise in on the beautiful carnival liberty all right so yes i agree with nassau being better than massachusetts no uh uh, not to be a little dig, not to not to give you a little dig there, but yeah, I I I've, I don't like going to Boston. Anyway, so you're saying you want to do something in Nassau. You've done a lot of the stuff. You've done the Atlantis, the Junkano Beach, the scuba diving. Sp- All right, so what I would say that there's left to do if you want to do a beach day, there's still Cabbage Beach to check that out. Beautiful, beautiful beach. I don't know if you've done the Fish Fry. The Fish Fry is right near Junkano Beach, but that's a great option. See, you could stay local. If you stay in town, if you stay, you get off the ship, no vehicles or anything like that, you can walk to the fish fry, get some really, really good conch, some good fried food, whatever you want, and then you can kind of walk around and do some of the stuff that's downtown Nassau that you haven't done. What are the options? You have the Queen Staircase, you have Fort Finn Castle, some really good photo opportunities with those places. You could also do, and what's new, maybe you haven't uh, been there since they put up the Margaritaville. Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville is there. Uh, There's tons of other museums. I liked the Pirate Museum. As cheesy as that is, I love the Pirate Museum. The Grey Cliff uh, Cigar Factory. You can kind of check that out if you're a cigar guy. Uh, That's that. If you want to do a beach, you also have Cabbage Beach which I believe is the one that's right near Atlantis. But then you also have Cable Beach, which is a beautiful beach, but it's a little bit more remote. What else in Nassau? There's, uh, if you want to do a day trip, you could do the Blue Lagoon or you could do Balmore Beach. Uh, there's tons of stuff to do. But remember, what I don't recommend doing is getting a moped. All right, moving on. Hey, Tommy, so I'll be cruising on Virgin Voyages Scarlet Lady at the end of the year through New Year. I've never been on Virgin Voyages before, and I was going to see if you had any ideas on how I could get them to play some of the college bowl games in their sports bar. One idea I had in mind was to see if I can get enough people to call the week before the sailing and have them heavily request for it to be done. I know you're the master of getting shit done, so I'd figure I could ask the pro. Thanks, Ryan. Ryan, uh, no, I am definitely, that's nice. I like that when people do that, you compliment somebody on your their ability to get something done that you need them to get done. Whether they're good at it or not, whether they're known for that or not, you say, hey, listen, I know if you're the guy to go to for this or you're the, you're the lady to go to if I want that. When really there's no basis for you to uh, expect that they can get that said activity done but it does give them the confidence and just by reading your email ryan i figure oh ryan has faith in me i'm the guy who can get shit done i better figure out how to get this guy his college football but the answer is no ryan <laughs> they this is the most unsports bar like ship i've ever been on they pay no homage to sports they had a they had a sports bar there that they didn't even have tvs at so it was a sports bar type of thing where there were no tvs 
But they have since put in TVs and under no circumstances whatsoever, and this is not good news, Ryan, and this is not be being a, me being a helpful cruise coach to you, but I would not expect under any circumstances that I was going to see any of the college or professional football games that I want to on this Virgin Voyages Scarlet Lady cruise, but I would be pleasantly surprised if they did. I don't know. It can't hurt. It certainly can't hurt. I would love to hear back from you, Ryan. If you got a couple of enthusiasts that would call up and maybe put it in their head that maybe they should get, they are not going to change. So basically, what I, one thing I do know, Ryan, is that they're not going to change their TV package whatsoever for your college football games. Now, if they have the ability to, if it, if they do have it, they'll do it. They'll gladly do it. They'll put a, they may welcome the suggestion to put on these college football games but they are not going to change any sort of internet power or cable package they have for these college games they just got tvs in the sports bar fairly recently so based on that i would not i would again the proverbial manage my expectations i would not expect there to be any type of uh targeted sports event that I was specifically looking for. Now, they may have it. They may just happen to have it. If they just happen to have it and get it, they'll show it to you. But other than that, I would just, like I said, manage my expectations. Give them a call. I would imagine that you wouldn't get too far with that call because those people who answer the phones, they're not necessarily in, in, they're not privy to the exact packages that a lot of these cruise ships have. But you may. I, I am interested. While I am not very helpful to you right now, Ryan, I am sympathetic to you. In addition, I'm curious to see how this ends up. Ryan, please let me know how it works out for you. Hey, Tommy, full disclosure, my wife proofread this before sending. That is such good news. I love that. Uh, Tommy, you've done an amazing job building this community, and I then dare I say your podcast helped many of us through the COVID times, knowing we'd all be back on the high seas again someday. By the time you're reading this, I'm hopefully, um, hopefully my wife and I will be cruising to the ABC Islands after a two-plus year hiatus. We already have second, uh, second, we already have second cruise booked. All right, all right, hold on. <laughs> did we did we really proofread this? By the time you're reading this, hopefully my wife and I will be cruising to the ABC Islands after a two-plus year hiatus. We already have second cruise booked next April out of Jersey on the Anthem of the Seas. Always be booked. Okay, not perfect, but I can make sense of that. Again, just wanted to say thanks for all you do. Thanks for the laughs. And most of all, the best in 2023, Boat Drinks a.k.a. Uh, Jeremy, a.k.a. Canadian Barbecue Mafia. Jeremy, thank you so much. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to answer something there. Uh, ABC Islands after a two-plus-year hiatus. That's awesome. Out of Jersey on Anthem. Wow, that is a long trip. So you're going all the way from Jersey to South America. Do you realize how many miles you're covering? That's a lot. So that's an amazing, amazing cruise. All the more better to be spent on, on the uh, beautiful uh, you said Anthem of the Seas? Yes, Anthem of the Seas cruise ship. A bucket list cruise ship for me. I still have not done an Anthem cruise ship, and I'm looking so much forward to doing so. But either way, Boat Drinks Jeremy, thank your wife for proofreading. I think she did a great job. I think we had one hiccup there. Otherwise, a phenomenal job. 
All right. Hi, Tommy. It's been fun hearing about your latest cruise on Patreon, so thank you for posting so many updates and keep it up. The other day, you talked about cutting back on your cruising frequency so that doesn't lose its specialness. I totally agree that it's a challenge that content creators face when they mix their passions with work. I watch some Disney travel vlogs on YouTube, and I marvel at how some vloggers still convey an authentic excitement about their trips, even when they visit so much more often than the average fan, monthly or even weekly. It takes a certain type of person to be able to do that, and you can't fake the enthusiasm because the audience can tell instantly. Well, I'll, I'll, I don't know about that. Some of them can fake the enthusiasm. I'll, I'll say that, and I don't know who. I'm not saying which ones. I'm not saying who. I will say that the enthusiasm can be faked. Uh, Tony from Lolita Loca is another example. He goes on so many cruises, but his excitement on the morning of sail away never seems to lessen. Yes, Tony does not fake anything. It's good that you are recognizing that you don't want to lose that joy for cruising and that you're doing what you need to do to keep that cruise bliss alive. Looking forward to hearing more about your thoughts on MSC and how it stacks up to the big three. I haven't heard much to tempt me to try them yet. Happy holidays, Diana F. P.S. My email title has nothing to do with anything. Just couldn't think of what to write. And her email title was cruising for a bruising. I was like, yeah, am I under a threat here? What's going on? <laughs> Shout out to Don. Don's Family Vacations. Check him out. He he was threatened uh, by a psychopath on uh, pre-boarding his last cruise. Some, there's a lot of crazy people out there. Uh, something about the vaccinations and COVID and whether it's misinformation or not. Crazy, crazy, crazy people out there. But no, I did not get that vibe from you, Diana. I do appreciate the email. And yeah, so again, like I said, there is nothing that I like to do more than cruising as far as a form of vacation. And yes, I could stay out there all day. Any cruise I've been on on the last two days, I've gotten sad and did not want to return to normalcy. Yes, uh, you do have some affairs you have to handle. You have errands to run. You have business you need to tend to on land. But other than that, I could absolutely stay on a cruise ship the entire time, but nothing will nothing replaces when you haven't been on a cruise ship for a while and you have so much in front of you, whether they're new experiences that you're doing for the first time or old nostalgic experiences that you're excited to get back to, whether it's cruise ships, ports of coal, you're jumping on that cruise ship and you're so freaking excited. I will dare I say you cannot. It's impossible to remain that excited if it's something that has become part of your day-to-day. And no, Tony does not fake any of it. But I will say, Tony has also in one of his uh, videos said he's going to take, I believe he put it a more deliberate approach to cruising next year in 2023. Now, I think he may have said that before. And we'll see if he actually does cut back. But yeah, I want to keep it to two major cruises and then one or two side cruises. You know what I mean? Two eight-dayers and maybe two four-dayers. That's what I want to do. Four cruises a year? I think that's a lot. I think that's good. Uh, I think that's enough to keep the enthusiasm. And yes, the key word is making it special. You're not going to tell me it's special if it happens every day. If you go on one cruise a month, that is no longer special. Maybe great, maybe enjoyable, maybe amazing, maybe uh, spectacular, but not special. 
All right. That's pretty much it, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget, as I said before, please be a part of our Patreon if you want to hear more of this or if you want to support this show. $8 a month. You go to patreon.com slash booked. $8 a month. You get five extra shows a week. If you'd like to check out the YouTube channel, I could really use a nice little boost on YouTube. Watch some stuff. Maybe put on my channel and then go about your daily errands. Put on the NASA video. Put on some of the longer ones and then go about your day. Uh, Yes, I will book your cruise if you'd like me to. I have gotten a hell of a lot better as a travel agent. I really feel comfortable doing it now. I actually like doing it. So please, I will be by your side for the pre-booking process, the pre-boarding process, the onboard process, and then after. I'm with you. Let's book some cruises. Always be Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. Be a part of the show at that same email address, Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. Send me an email. Always need the emails. Instagram, alwaysbebooked. And the very, very growing in popularity Facebook page, Always Be Booked Cruise and Travel Lounge. The group, I'm sorry, I said page, right? This is a group. You go to groups. Forget about the page for now. Always Be Booked cruise and travel lounge group on facebook thank you guys so much for listening you guys are the absolute best looks like we're gonna get out of here in under an hour we're getting better we're getting there guys boat drinks cones there's a place where the boat is from it takes away i love your big problems you could worries you could drive them in the blue ocean but you gotta get away to where the boat is from take one part sand one part sea and one part shade of a nine on tree And the drinks are cold and the reggae is hot And I know this is the place for me Get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You could worries, you could drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves Jimmy Perfectly good island somewhere Well, all ride the boats and don't grab your coat You won't need it where we are going Get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You could worries, you could drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from Pick me up Pick me up Pick me up Put me down down in the sand where it's cool Put me down And when I fall on my stool Put me down I'll just leave there till morning comes round With sunshine ten ladies And pina coladas And Bob Marley songs that I'm playing There's a song in my ear That I want you to hear Soft tropical lips that are singing Get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You got worries, you could drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from So get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You got worries, you could drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the So get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away 
I love your big problem You got worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the police from